Welcome, everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast. I am Joe Danier, and this program is put together to help a bunch of you out there uh, be a little bit of a of a catalyst and provoke you into maybe some uh, parallel thoughts from what, what you're on, taking a new angle, looking at some of the stuff you might be working on. I deal with a lot of psychologically challenged people, and I'm not talking in a way where your brain's broken. I'm talking about where you are convinced of something that may or not may not be true. A lot of you are dealing with a lot of angst and anger based on your own populated thoughts, right? You you did this yourself. You convinced yourself that there was no other way. We talked to a gentleman a couple of weeks ago uh, that really wants to break out and, and make a lot of money and so they don't have to worry about money, which is the perfect fuel for that ambition needs to be able to break out of your, you know, the trough, the rut that you're you're in. And so I love when I hear those words coming out of normal people's mouths is I'm I'm ready to act, right? But it was followed up very soon after making that statement, but here's what I'm willing not here's what I'm not willing to do. And it undid the beginning where you had the fuel for ambition to get where you were going. But then there's prerequisites that says, well, it can't cut into this and it can't do this and it can't be this much. Uh, it's got to be exactly this. Right. And in this case, somebody wanted to do uh, someone wanted to get enough money to be able to invest. So they can live off of their day trading investments because in someone's head, someone told them that that there's people that make a living doing that, which there are. But they wanted to be that person, which they're not. And so. You know, one one of the first things that I have people conquer is having you control what's going on in, you know, in your own gray matter. Like you have to be in control and tell your brain what it's going to do. And you have to trust and believe it. It's not just manipulation where you tell your brain something that it's untrue. You tell it things that it'll trust you, that your brain will trust you to make true. So if I said this weekend, I am going to do yard work, right? If I believe it, then when I say those words, I'm like, yes, I can't wait to do yard work. If my brain says, yeah, right, buddy, you're procrastinating. You're just going to watch football all weekend. You're not going to do anything. Then my brain, my, my brain doesn't trust me to come through on what I say I'm going to do. So that's step one. Usually when you take control of you, there is nothing from the outside. It's 100 percent an internal pursuit. So mark five things down on your list and every day check off those five things. And let's not even have a conversation until you've done it at least 20 times in a row without fail, right? And that might take you a year to go 20 days in a row with doing the same five things without fail. And that's fine. You're going to practice your routines, create the neurological pathways to pull that off, get into the habits that are necessary and set up the environmental controls. Now, this is super important because environmental controls sometimes are more uh, important to focus on than uh, internals. Right. So I went to the Canfield Fair and I set up a, a booth for Youngstown Studio. And uh, in that environment, there was terrible food on uh, very close, very convenient to have terrible food. There was gyros and there was elephant ears, uh, hoagie sandwiches, hot sausage sandwiches, good food, but not good food, food that I really didn't want to eat. And so you have two choices. You pack a lunch every day or you just eat what's available. Well, environment. Um, it it basically checkmated me. It made me eat bad food. So you can say, well, no, Joe, if you were really ambitious and you were really dedicated to eating healthier, you would have packed your lunch, you would have bought some vegetables, and you wouldn't have succumbed to the fact that the elephant ear was right across the road. 
So that is the kind of posturing, environmental controls, that you might have access to the things that you don't want to do more convenient than the things that you do want to do. If I'd have reversed it, let's just say everything on that road would have been health foods and and it was the most convenient and the most attractive and and uh, the environment was was very productive for me to eat healthy, I totally would have eaten healthy. But I can either make the excuse and say the environmental was out of my control, right? Or I can either succumb to it or I can do it in spite of it, in spite of there being so many environmental uh, obstacles, I still came through on the stuff that I want to do. Now, usually I will test you on the obstacle version of it, because if you can pass the obstacle version of it and still do those five things off of your checklist, then you're ready because that's all life is. Life is will always get in the way of the money that you saved. It'll always get in the way of the diet that you're keeping. It'll always get in the way of the plans that you've made. That is life. You've you can bitch about it and complain about it, but it is the standard. Nobody escapes it. I look around and I say, okay, well, my life is a little bit different because um, I like the regimen. I keep certain things at bay. I keep things away from my environment, my world through my environments. And so when I get the same 10 things checked off my list, I would put all of my effort in keeping the temptations to not get the things checked off of the list at bay. I use this example like when somebody says, hey, I got sick, and they say that more than one time. The only thing I want to know is, what did you do to not get sick? And it's it's usually a very unfair question, and I get stares back like, what do you mean? Everybody gets sick. I disagree. I think if you get sick in spite of trying not to get sick, then that's a true shame, and I will feel bad for you. But if you weren't watching your health and you're around a bunch of people and you did nothing with supplements or you didn't try to do exercise and none of those things and you got sick, I'm thinking, well, you did all the things that welcome sickness and illness into your world and you got sick. I don't know how you can complain about it. That's it, If people were to not have a discussion with you, follow you around just with a camera and watch everything that you do, they would say, yep, that dude's got a date with being sick. And so, but you can take that example with being sick and you can put in anything. Like if I wanted to get good grades, okay, so I walked around and followed you. A person that gets good grades does this. You did all of this just based on your camera angles. I'm going to say you got a date with bad grades. Cause I mean, we all want to be the exception where we want to say the guy that ran a marathon ate this and slept this and did this, but I'm going to eat that and sleep a little bit less. But this, those rules don't apply to me. I'm, I'm the exception. If you're strong, you can make the exception work, but most of us are not that strong. Even the people who are really productive in the world ha have the same, you know, afflictions that the, the rest of us do. They just keep it in check. So that's what this whole, uh, you know, message was, was today where this game of you versus you, if you riddle it and you just fill it with a bunch of excuses, then you never put yourself on notice that you're going to be accomplished in spite of this. Now, you only have so many things that you can do. You only have so many choices. If you're choosing things that make something more likely, you cannot be surprised when the more the thing happens, good or bad. If I want to make it more likely that I eat chocolate chip cookies, I can ask every decision and say, all right, did I have chocolate chip cookies? Did I have them baked? Did I have them on the counter? Or if I didn't want them to have them, are they at the freaking store and it's at the store that I'm not at right now, right? Did I make it convenient or uh, inconvenient? For me to have chocolate chip cookies and you love these examples I, everybody uh the joe metaphors and analogies are one of the most famous things in office and with people i know and meet because i have this uncanny ability to be able to switch gears and 
basically go from one metaphor and then slide into the other one. It makes things nice and fun. Anyway, this is uh, the Joe Danier podcast. I'm glad all of you are out there. Make sure you subscribe to our channel so you can catch all of the uh, other podcasts and be, get notifications so that when we add a new one, uh, that you get notified that one came on. So whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or any of the podcast platforms, we welcome you into this and I hope you'll stay tuned.